Good morning, and welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 WDWS. For over 60 years, East Central Illinois' daily gathering spot for conversation, dialogue, and ideas. You can join in on the phone, online, or via text. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Email talk at WDWS.com or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Now, here's Brian Barnhart. And good morning, everybody. Welcome to a penny for your thoughts here on News Talk 1400 DWS. We have made it to Thursday, January the 25th. I'm Brian Barnhart. Short night last night, but a good night as the Illini basketball team for the men get a Big Ten win over Indiana, 73-71. So after that late night, early to bed, early to rise, or late to bed, early to rise, something like that. And we're back at it here this morning. Glad you're with us on a penny for your thoughts. Another full show today. Had a lot of fun yesterday visiting with uh, a lot of different folks along the way including uh, Julie Worth at the News Gazette. She was with us in that second hour. Lots to talk about at the, uh, during the course of the week uh, and the year with uh, Julie. Lots of texts and emails and phone calls. Again, the phone number you can reach us at, 356-9397. You can email us, talk at wdws.com, and you can uh, text us, Castle Heating and Cooling, text line 351-5357. We have Mark Johnson joining us here in this first hour, the soon-to-be-retired CEO of the Stevens Family YMCA. He will join us here after our opening timeout. Of course, former wrestling coach at the University of Illinois, but he's retiring from the Y. We'll talk with him about that and his career a little bit and what the future of the Y might look like. Of course, in an open line in hour number two after ten, that whole story out of Michigan State, of course, has been a messy one. The Michigan State president stepping down as a result of all that. President Trump is over in Switzerland. There's talk about a framework for an immigration reform bill. Big church fire in Champaign a couple of nights ago. The firefighters had to scramble on that one. Some new members with a baseball Hall of Fame to talk about and whatever else you would like to bring up. Those are just some ideas for our number two on an open line today. So we will get it started with Mark Johnson after our opening timeout here on Penny for Your Thoughts. Glad you're with us. Give us a call, text, or email. We'll talk to you right after the break. Welcome back to Penny for Your Thoughts here on this Thursday. Glad you are with us today, as always, as we work our way through another week here. We're rapidly moving through the month of January. Temperature at 28 degrees, headed for a high of 46. Tomorrow we'll get to 53. Saturday we'll be up to 51. So spring is here, right? Well, at least for a couple of days. Then it's going to go back to where it's supposed to be as we get into February here. Uh, here pretty soon at the end of next week. Illini basketball with a win last night, Illinois over Indiana. We'll talk about that a little bit in the second hour. But we're joined in this first hour. If you have any uh, comments or questions along the way, feel free to jump in at any point, uh, whichever way you'd like to do that, on the phone, 356-9397, or email talk at wdws.com, or text us, 351-5357. Mark Johnson is with us, CEO of the Stevens Family YMCA. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm just glad we got a win last night. That's right. Did you go? No, I didn't go. But, you know, when I got to Illinois, Illinois hadn't won a Big Ten wrestling meet in five years. So I knew know about that pressure when it, it mounts on you like that. And we lost mm-hmm. our first few. And finally, fortunately, that first year we won a Big Ten match. But uh, 
So I, I just feel happy for the coaches because, you know, I know what they're going through in situations mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, so I'm sure you can relate to Absolutely. that. The, the pressure that comes with that. And as it goes on, you know, with this Illinois team in particular, you know that they probably should have two or three wins. But you still look at the standings and you still got a zero over there. And it's like, oh, come on. The bottom you know? line is black and white. And you're, yeah. you're, you know, you're paid to win. And uh, so that, that gets old. But, you know, I'd come in and, you know, we lost our first few, two or three Big Ten matches. Well, the, the streak's not mine. I went here five <laughs> years. But, you know, f- finally we won. And then that gets a monkey off your back. So yep. good for Coach Underwood. And we'll talk about your career a little bit as we go along, too. But uh, you, the announcement came out here a little bit ago, I guess, at the end of December, that you're going to retire soon. Yeah, I've been, you know, I, I'm 66 days left, but who's counting? Uh, <laughs> you know, we, I, I will be at the Y nine years to the day. I retired from coaching on a March 31st, started there at the Y, April 1st at the old Y downtown, started to raise the money to build a new building, and I'm uh, going to retire March 31st. It'll be nine years, and it's hard, it's hard to believe, and we all know, you know, that, that's how time flies. That's right. Did you plan it that way? No, you know, I, you, 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 no, well, kind of. At yeah. the end, I said, I got to pick out a date. So that, that makes it nice and round mm-hmm. and tell people, hey, I, I stayed at the Y nine years uh, after my, you know, I was 30 years as a coach uh, across mm-hmm. the country. So uh, makes it nice. And, you know, Champagne's going to be my home. So I'm not going anywhere. Well, what a f- fantastic facility. We'll talk about what goes on out there. But I know when you first took over, you were downtown. And did the reality meet the dream that you guys had when you? look to build that new building well i i think we knew that once we raised the money you know we raised 18 million dollars in 18 months during a recession uh with a lot of help from our board and a lot of people uh obviously especially the stevens family but we knew we were going to build a nice building but you know the controversy was going to southwest champagne right and you know where there was no other place we'd love to stay downtown but we got 11 acres out there donated by carl and uh you know, now that we're out there, obviously it's a big success. You know, we thought people would come, but we didn't know they'd come in the groves that, that they are now. And we're looked at across the country as a model. We get people coming in and, and calling, but they'll fly in to see our model, what it looks like, the activity level. Uh, we're off the charts in, as far as YUSA for the, the facility usage and stuff like that. And I think the, the next person is going to, you know, going to have to expand that place. I remember that discussion at the time moving to that part of Champaign, because it was growing, but you just had the recession. And I remember the people saying, and that's kind of far out in the country almost. Yeah, it's down there by Tolono. Well, <laughs> yeah. well now as, you know, if Carl, as Carl is building their building, mm-hmm. this stuff is coming off Curtis Road there. Uh, but we, we, we've never had a problem with members because right away they started coming in. And, uh, you know, I think now, you know, it's, it's just a, a great place right now. Three five six nine three nine seven. You can text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line three five one five three five seven. You can email us talk at wdws dot com. Any questions for Mark? The why he's retiring here, of course, coming up in a couple of months, but he can answer any questions about programs or why this, how that, all those sorts of things here this morning. So feel free to jump in on that. I know at the time when you left the wrestling program and took over the why. People were surprised by that. So what to uh, take us back 10 years, I guess. What? Well, I, you know, they had approached me about it. And, uh, you know, I, I have a little bit of a Y background. You know, I, I, when I was ever home in the Quad Cities, I worked out at the Moline Y and met my wife at that Y. She was working there. So, uh, you know, the Y's kind of got a special place in my heart. But I was looking for something different. I thought maybe I'd go into administration. I had s- several talks with Ron Gunther, who was the best AD in America for me. Uh, 
you know, became a good friend over the years. And, uh, you know, the timing wasn't right for this. So this was a good opportunity. And, and most people, including my wife and kids, thought I was nuts. Uh, the coaches didn't. Coaches in our sport know how, what a grind it is, uh, you know, that the older you get. We, we all in our careers have got on the mat with the kids. Well, once that starts ending, you're, the pressure builds in other ways, mm-hmm. and you don't get a release in practice. So once I got out there and it became successful, you know, it's amazing how many talks I now have with people getting ready to retire, you know, that, that would love a, a, I don't want to call it a gig, but a, a job like that, a second mm-hmm. career. So, uh, you know, I was confident that we'd raise the money. I, you know, I'm a confident guy. And, you know, that came through. We had a lot of great people that supported us. And, uh, you know, that that's kind of where it lay. Yeah, Tim Johnson was instrumental, too, right, along with Rick Stevens right. early on? Tim was the, was the board chair. And, uh, you know, as I got on, and, you know, of course, Rick Stevens is the one that, you know, Rick and Janine, you know, gave a major gift to, to really get the facility, you know, going and, and people stepping up going, this might be a reality. Uh, it was a lot of money, but, you know, it was – it was about a third of what we needed, and uh, you know, people stepped up along him with his brother and Shad Khan and the Noel family and Jimmy John and, and you know the community people that you hear over and over again that that make our community what it is. Yeah. That's a a beautiful building as we talked about uh, the YMCA. How many people go through there on a typical day? I mean, you, know, you know, usually between fifteen hundred and two thousand. And the, the people at YUSA are amazed by that. Uh, on a Saturday where we have youth basketball, there's way more than that. You can't find a parking spot. That's a, it, it's a good problem, but it's a little bit of a problem is that, you know, there's times this, t- this time of year where every t- we have probably have 75 pieces of equipment, uh, you know, cardio equipment. Every piece is being used. And that's a good thing. But, you know, we look at expansion, especially with Carl and, and all the employees are going to be out there here in the next couple of months. Yeah. three five six nine three nine seven. It's how you can join us on the phone. We're here with Mark Johnson here in this first hour. We have an open line in hour number two. Mark, of course, has been the CEO of the Stevens Family YMCA, and he is going to retire at uh, that particular location March 31st of 2018. Uh, so going into retirement, what are you thinking about doing Next, you know, everybody asks me every day, "What are you going to do?" I said, "I don't know yet." Uh, you know, I've got a, we've got a, uh, my wife and I have a granddaughter that uh, my daughter and son-in-law live right across the street from us, and my wife watches her while my daughter teaches. She teaches as a teacher at Franklin Middle School, and uh, you know that keeps us busy. But I want to do some traveling. You know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a huge wrestling fan, obviously, huge football fan. So I'd like to see some of my buddies are out there and the colleagues. You know, uh, you know, I get close friend with Greg McMahon. He was, used to be our special team yeah. coach. He's with LSU. I'll probably take a trip down there. We're, you know, I'm a Cub guy, so we, we like to go on the road and watch some Cub games, uh, look to maybe go to Europe. You know, just do some traveling, and, you know, I may do something after this. I just haven't got that far yet. Sounds like uh, you're leaving the Y in a good place. The Y's in a great yeah. place, and, you know, our staff – you understandably is is a little anxious, nervous about the new person. It's going to be such an attraction. We're, we we know that we're going to have a lot of applicants, and uh, it's going to be a process. I, I won't be involved. It'll, it'll be you know I, I probably will have some input at some point, but our board will take charge, and there, there's a process through our governing body, YUSA in Chicago, and they'll be the they'll be the one where they'll sort through the applicants and they'll, you'll apply online and things like that. But we know there's a, a lot of interest. For people that have not been out there yet, uh, give us a quick, I guess, thumbnail overview of what all goes on at the Y. Because there's, you walk in there, that you can go right, you can go left. There's things upstairs, downstairs. 
Yeah, it, it's amazing. It, it's a hub activity. You walk in, it's a seventy-five thousand square foot building inside. We we've got a huge uh, about one hundred fifty yard field that we play youth sports on. Summer camps outside under a pavilion, but inside we have three pools, uh, twenty-five yard eight lane pool that we also have a swim team. The heat that that's that's very competitive. Uh, we have a family pool with it with a accessible slide, and what that means is that. You know, if you're in a wheelchair, you can go in the elevator up on the, in the inside the pool, get on the slide, and go down. Uh, we have 9,000 square foot of cardio and weights. We've got three aerobic rooms. We teach aerobics in the gym. We have a multi-purpose gym where we have, you know, uh, youth gymnastics, uh, just a recreational gymnastics. Uh, we have you know, child watch, so people can drop their 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 kids off for up to two hours. We watch them free, so we have classrooms. Uh, we, we have, one of the neat things for me has been, we, we have a, when we first opened, there was a room called the boardroom. I hated it. I hate the name, the boardroom. Mm-hmm. And so we called it a community room. So we let people in the community come in and use it. People mm-hmm. have board meetings there. They have meetings. We have Alzheimer's support groups, several of them that meet there weekly. Uh, we have Bible studies in there. We also have a small chapel where that also, where people can also meet. Mm-hmm. But it, it is a hub of activity. You walk into our front desk, and those those are our frontline staffers that they, they do the bulk of the work. Boy, they get they tell people where to go. They get the complaints, and uh, they do a great job yeah. of, of, of that. So as you m- built the building, and did you envision all of that, or did you get the building and then thought, okay, we can put this here, we can put that there? Or how did, which comes first? I, I think a little of both. You know, mm-hmm. so what comes first, chicken or the egg? It's a mm-hmm. little of both. Once we open the doors... The members flocked in just because of the facility itself. The people that wanted the gym, they wanted the pool. We we open if we're open 103 hours a week at 5 a.m. and a lot of times I'm there at 4 a.m. working out. 5 a.m. There are people that are at that door, and as soon as it opens, they are in that pool at 5:01. So we've got a lot of uh, people that love the pool. You know, we have an indoor track where people do a lot of walking, and you know, we have 25 treadmills. So there's a multitude of different places. You know, our group exercise classes are. Uh, some of the highest numbers in the country uh, at any type of facility. Mm-hmm. So you, I gave a tour the other day, and and we had you know we had three different classes going on upstairs. We had a big class in the gym. There's people swimming. There's kids in child watching. That's just pretty normal day for us. Nine twenty two. We're here with Mark Johnson. We're going to take a break. We'll come back with more here with the retiring CEO of the Stevens Family YMCA. Open line in hour number two as we move on along and a penny for your thoughts. On a Thursday after this. Welcome back to Penny for Your Thoughts on a Thursday. Visiting here with the retiring, soon to be retired. You would say 66 days? Yeah. Mark, who's counting? Who's I counting, think. yeah. <laughs> Mark Johnson, the CEO of the YMCA. If you have any questions related to the YMCA or for Mark, he's got quite a quite a past with his wrestling coaching days, his wrestling career, all of that. We can visit with him here during this hour. Open line in hour number two. We have Mike on the line with us this morning. Hi, Mike. Good morning. I just want to say congratulations to Mark. He uh, did a man, a fantastic job. Thanks, Mike. It's 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 been good. It's been a this this community has been uh, awesome to me and my family, and uh, that's why we'll be staying here. But it's uh it's been a good run. I'm looking forward to doing something a little different, and uh, you know, I'll probably be out there. I won't be in the pool at the Y, but I'll be at the Y at some capacity as as a member way. here and out. No, I've been a member for uh, several years, and uh, right after I had hip surgery, I, I joined the Y, <laughs> and uh, it's been very, very rewarding. Uh, my, I'm, I'm retired, too. I have one, one suggestion. For the first six months, 
don't do anything. You know, Mike, that sounds pretty good. That's kind of what I'm leaning. I've, I've had some people approach me already. I said, I, I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I'm not going to do anything for a while. So I appreciate I your comment, that. Mike. And then, then make your list. <laughs> All righty. Your wife will probably keep you busy. <laughs> yeah, she tries to do that anyway. Uh, can I make a suggestion? Oh, sure. I, uh, I'm a coffee drinker. Can you have that, you know, you use those uh, uh, big uh, pots, you know, the, uh, 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 what are they called? They're uh, just like uh, a thermos bottle. Mm-hmm. Can you have coffee in the afternoon? You know, we've we've gone through that. Uh, we actually get our coffee donated by Pepsi, and we you wouldn't believe how much coffee we go through. But oh, I know. There, there's probably a possibility of having a little bit out there because it really, the coffee drinking really goes down after lunchtime. Yeah. yeah. But there's probably nothing wrong with having a, having one of them out there because I think there'd be enough of you that would do it. So. Something. Good suggestion. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, but I use the uh, all the uh, weights, and uh, they're very good. And I use the track, and it's wonderful. Well, good. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate great, your membership. Track. Uh, that's that's about what I had to say. All right. Hey, thank you, Mike. Appreciate the call. You take care. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. Any suggestions like that, or things you like, or you'd like to see maybe done differently? That's uh, that's why the CEO is here. He can. You, you get a lot of that, don't you? A lot oh, of suggestions. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I, walking in and out of the door at church and stuff like that, I get it all. Yeah, and some of them are, you know, I'm sure people come up with good ideas maybe oh, you hadn't thought of, you know. Absolutely they do. If we know we're getting, uh, you know, three or four suggestions of the same thing by our members, we start, we talk about it, say, hey, is this a possibility? And, and some of them are, are really good ideas that we've implemented, you know, almost all the time that we talk about those things. I'm sure there's a lot more traffic in January with people getting into exercise classes, right? The New oh, Year's resolutions. Is absolutely. That- we're like everybody else. We get the lose. And I think most gyms in the country and, you know, in Wyoming, even in around here, same way. And then it's amazing, you know, by Valentine's Day, it, it tapers off a little bit. But you know when it's when it, when people can't go outside and run and do those things, uh, that's that's what uh, you know happens. So if you're looking to start exercising, say you made a New Year's resolution, would you just go out there? Obviously, there are some classes that are like more advanced than other. I mean, there's like beginners classes, or do you just jump in, or uh, you know what 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 do you no, do? No, there we have a, a our wellness instructor Mark Germano uh, is on our second floor and kind of gives people suggestions. You know, you don't want to come in and start a body pump class, which is pretty. Cr- grinding uh right away but there's so many different levels of classes in, in the pool and out of the pool uh that that people can go to that we you know we have a we have cycling classes that you kind of go your own pace we have yoga classes for seniors we have chair classes for seniors so there's just a bunch of stuff people can do but yeah it can be overwhelming if you just walk out there and don't ask anybody anything <laughs> and i was gonna say because it's intimidating if you haven't worked out for a while or you and suddenly you go to this class and you're like, whoa, wait a minute. What did I just walk into? You know? Yeah, but, you know, there's people there. We have all different sizes, shapes, age groups. I mean, there are – we have nine-year-old members that come regularly. So there's there, there's people out there that mm-hmm. are just like everybody else. And, you know, the, the, the key is just to start, whether it's at the Y or anyplace else. It's just start that routine. Let's go back to the phones. Wayne is with us this morning. Hi, Wayne. How are you? No, just fine. Hey, I had a question for Mark, and that has to do with uh, silver sneakers. I'm a retired uh, person, too, and when I go to Florida for a couple of weeks in the winter, I can go to the Y there for my, with my silver sneakers, but not here. So just curious, 
if you've looked into that and, and what uh, what hinders it. Well, the, the Silver Sneakers program is an awesome program around the country that allows people to do that. Uh, our membership won't allow us, allow us to do that. Our, our governing body, it's, we can make our own decisions, but they discourage the wives from using Silver Sneakers. And basically it comes down to wives that, that need that for their membership. We are at a tipping point right now, so it, it's difficult for us. There's a program with Health Alliance that, that reimburses people. The Silver Sneakers is a third-party payment that we have to deal with, and it's in it. It's pretty log jam, but we I understand your your Wayne your your concern on that, and we get a lot of complaints for that. I understand it. It's just a a fiscal uh, decision that we have to make for our for our personal why. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. And for people that don't know, the Silver Sneakers is what? What is that? It's basically a program for for seniors sixty five and up that the federal government has that that will reimburse certain gyms if they they qualify to have uh, our seniors come in. Mm-hmm. And it's a and that's a great program for seniors. We just don't you know I don't want to say need isn't the right word, but it would probably put us over the edge with with membership. So mm-hmm. we we don't allow. But it is a great program out there. All right, back to the phones here for Mark Johnson. We have Barb on the line. Hi, Barb. Hi. I just want to wish Mark the best of everything. The board did a great thing when they chose you to lead them into this new venture, and you have brought love, leadership, and uh, an attitude, such a positive attitude, and um, I think they're going to have a hard time replacing you, but I know they'll work on it, but... I just want to wish you well. You've been an inspiration, and we've been on board with you from the beginning and, and grateful that we had the opportunity to be a part of your, you know, of your growth. Well, well, Barb, thanks. It's, you know, I, I do believe everybody can be replaced, and uh, the, the, it, the, our, our, the CEO job, the wife, is going to be an attraction for a lot of people, and, and I think it'll be good. I was just at the right place at the right time. I had a lot of help. Uh, I got a little bit of energy, and and uh, you know, I, I, it was in my wheelhouse. This is, you know, this is a fitness place. You know, we do a lot more than that, but but we have a lot of fitness involved. So that would really interest me in, in the in the job in the first place. But uh, it takes a lot of people to make this success, and you know, I, I probably get way too much credit for it, and and I do get a lot more blame than I deserve too sometimes. <laughs> it's always <laughs> the thanks, quarter, Barb. It's always the quarterback's fault, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> At little times you yeah. do, yeah. But um, you you always know the right things to say and and keep everybody happy. But I'm amazed out there at the people. Even you know, I I try to go in the day, but when I'm there in the evening, I just cannot believe the people, uh, the whole attitude of the place, the international atmosphere. It's it's a great place. It's it's really been a wonderful thing for Champaign Urbana community. And you've been so instrumental. So thank you. Thank okay. you, Barb. I appreciate it. Thank you, Barb. See ya. Good Bye. to hear from you. We have more callers waiting and a couple of emails in. We've got Michael Kaiser News headlines next at 933. And back with more with Mark Johnson all the way up till 10 o'clock. Open line after 10. A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart continues on News Talk 1400 WDWS. You can reach out to us on the phone at 217 356 9397. Email talk at wdws.com or text on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217 351 5357. Welcome back. 
Any for your thoughts. Rolling on here with Mark Johnson, soon-to-be-retired CEO from the Stevens Family YMCA. They broke ground on that in late 2010, that building in West Champaign, Southwest Champaign. The opening day was March 1st, 2012, and here we are all these years later, and uh, Mark is retiring at the end of March. We have an email from Hank, and we've already kind of addressed this, but the uh, he says, uh, thank you for your service to the community. And he asked about the Silver Sneakers uh, program. So we talked about that a little bit. All right, back to the phones, and let's go to John. How are you, John? Good morning, Mark. I want to congratulate you. Thank you. Appreciate Oop, uh, hold on. Get your mic on. There you go. Thanks. Good morning, Mark. I want to congratulate you on your retirement. I'm that old white-headed guy down at St. Boniface you hit on the back every time you go down the aisle. Hi, how are you doing, John? I know who you are. I'd uh, like to ask you one question. I always wanted to ask you, whatever happened to the Olympics? I know you was on the Olympics team, but did you ever get a medal or any record, you know, recognized for that? Yeah, back in that day, John, we, we were considered, uh, you know, they brought all the Olympic team back out in 1980. Every boy kind of people don't remember. I was a member of that team. And, and they brought us all out to Washington, D.C., and President Carter at the time gave us all, I mean, their actual gold medals, very nice. Uh, they were congressional gold medalists or gold medal winners. It, it's kind of a, a a citizen award they give, but it, it, you know it's it's actually a nice remembrance to making the Olympic team. And and whenever I talk about it, right right before the Olympics, I had I had beat the silver medalist pretty bad. And right after, I pinned the bronze medalist. And uh, usually, somebody in the audience asked me, "Well, did you ever us have gold medalist?" I said, "No, but I'd have whooped him too." <laughs> But it's one of those things, Joe. That's uh, you know, I, I think fortunately for me, uh, I, I was never bitter about it. I, I, I was, and I will probably always be disappointed. But mm-hmm. I got a chance to coach for thirty years, and I think that took away that stain because some of those teammates, you know, when I run in, we run into each other. There's constantly reunions around Olympic mm-hmm. stuff for for all the Olympic teams in wrestling, and there's still some bitter people about that. It's it just you know, like I say, I think the coaching helped me get through it, and uh, you know, it's mm-hmm. politics are part of everything. Yeah. Okay, well, good luck, Mark. Okay, thank you. Thank you, John. We're on to here with Mark Johnson. If you'd like to uh, add a comment or two, congratulate him, or a question about the why, any of that, uh, he is here to answer those questions till the top of the hour. 356-9397. Text us, Castle Heating and Cooling. Text line 3515357. Email us, talk at wdws.com if you'd like to join us that way. And let's go back to the phones for Mark Johnson. Hi, Ron. How are you today? Hey, good morning. How you guys doing? This good. Morning? Good. Hey, congratulations, Mark, buddy. How you doing? Thanks. Uh, I, I appreciate I'm doing it. Uh, listen, you're giving credit to everyone, and that's fine because I, I know there's, you should give credit where credit due, but it was your vision that put that put into place that made that YMCA what it is today. So you should take a lot of credit for that. You know. You well, I appreciate that, you, but there was a lot of people's vision involved in that, and uh, I can't take credit for it all because it, it was it was a team effort with the board and you know all the people that that it doesn't happen without the community believing in it. Uh, you know, from from the people that donated the money, the people show up at our doorsteps because it, it's all part of the, the the big picture there. But I appreciate your kind words. Hey, listen, and and Hank that wrote in for that silver sneaker. That's probably you know who that is. He tried to get he tried to get in on the silver sneakers, so he you want to pay to go to the gym, man. <laughs> I know all about it. <laughs> all right, hey buddy, you but, have a good retirement, and I'll see you around. Thanks. You owe me a cup of coffee. Bye bye. Thank you, Ron. <laughs> Pre- appreciate that. You have uh, scholarships for people. Uh, 
that want to join the one, Yeah, we right? do. We yeah. give about $300,000 worth of scholarships out of year to the community people that, that can't afford it. And, you know, all the way from sometimes it's a youth membership, family memberships, or some of our programs are camped during the summer. So our staff does a great job of that part. All right. Back to the phones here as they continue to fill up for Mark Johnson. We're with Eric now. Hi, Eric. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Phil. Uh, Mark, I had a question. Um, when the other gentleman mentioned the Olympic wrestling, I was wondering what your familiarity was with the team Foxcatcher, you know, from the movie and the, the Schultz brothers. Uh, that was around my era for sure. So I, I know I knew the uh, Dave Schultz who got killed. I was at that place several times. It was actually got going right in the Olympiad, the, the 80, 1984 Olympic team. Uh, down in that 84 to 88, so it was a little bit after me, but I was on the coaching end of it, and I was coach on the national team, so I was out there several times. Uh, the, the, the main player in it, John DuPont, was, was definitely a strange guy. You knew that from the moment you met him, but he really put a lot of money into it. He had a huge uh, complex in Philadelphia with a bunch of uh, service quarters, so a bunch of wrestlers lived on property. He, he built a big facility, so it was good for the sport. But he just got caught up in in a, in a man that obviously had some uh, some problems, and it was shock to to all of us uh, when when he shot and killed Dave Schultz, who was really a great representative of our sport. Uh, you know, was an Olympic champion in '84, and and really he treated John Dupont better than any of the other wrestlers it, it was it was just like a sad thing to to hear and, and see and actually the movie they did it it was eerie I, me and my wife went to saw that movie and in, in, in the afternoon it first came out and one of the only ones in the theater it was eerie what a great job the actors did of, of kind of cloning even the the brothers there were two schultz brothers and john dupont the whole the whole movements and stuff was kind of eerie for me to watch a dark movie but it was a it was a dark time in our sport Okay, thank you for the phone. Thank you, Eric. We appreciate the phone call here this morning. And we go from uh, Eric here to Jim. I believe we have Jim Graham on the line. Jim, how are you? I am doing well. How are you guys doing? Good. Well, uh, Mark, I want to wish you well. I think I've probably known you longer than anybody else in Champaign-Urbana. I think you're right. Uh, you know, I actually took this young man on a on a recruiting visit when I was at the University of Michigan, and uh, we've known so we have known each other a long time, and and Jen's been a great supporter of, of the why me personally my my wrestling program. Uh, we put our camps in his place. He's Jim Graham's a good man. So you were you were wrestling at Michigan, and yes. he came to he came on a visit. We were recruiting him. He came on a visit, and I'm the guy that took him around. Wow. And you see how good I was at recruiter at that time. He came to Illinois. So. <laughs> Well, the problem was, Mark. I knew if I came up there, I, I had to work out with you every day, and I knew I didn't, I wasn't big enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mark, we want to wish you all the best. Everybody over here at Bromley, and everybody across the community, you've touched so many people, and in a very, very positive way. And from my perspective, it's been great just to watch you professionally and watch you grow. And I mean, you did an awesome job with the wrestling program. And really an awesome job of the Y. So I'm excited that you're going to get to relax, maybe learn how to play golf, and do some other fun stuff. Yeah, I look forward to those days, Jim, and maybe you and I will get out there a little bit too. Yeah, that would be ugly, but we'll try it. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, wish you all the best. Well, thanks, Jim. Well, Jim, thanks for the call, and keep up the good work at Bromley. All right, buddy. Take all right, care. Thank you. Bye. All right, and let's go to Eric is up next. Hi, Eric. You're on with Mark. Yeah, that, that was Eric before, but I got – shuffled wrong oh anyway hello mark hello um 
let's go back to 80. Um, when I was there at the White House after Placid, we I'd written a letter in January from Davos, Switzerland. That's how you say that, by the way. Is that how you say uh, it? Good. My beautiful place. Uh, I want my ashes there when I'm done because it's right at the bottom turn. <laughs> anyway, that said, what that we, we wrote a letter, I wrote a letter and signed it for about a state team to, to the president to discourage him from what was already starting to develop as that boycott. And that whole thing, it, 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 it caused a couple of things that, that, that were really bad for uh, the movement, and that was, one, we don't go to, to Moscow, and now the sponsorship for the next quadrennium from, you know, corporates, they don't want to touch, they don't know what's going to happen. You know, in the next games, which ended up in another boycott season, that was just basically the East Block returning the favor. So President Carter is basically blamed for two boycotts, by the way I see it. And then when we were at the White House, we the whole team signed a huge uh, proclamation and gave it, and they decided they denied getting it when we were there. Jody Powell, press secretary or something for the president. All in support of you guys. I mean, I trained with a summer athlete, Matt Springer on cycling, Les Barcheski, tremendous guy, and he he was one of the very best in the world. And he, you know, he was not pleased. He, he didn't he didn't like that medal or any of that stuff. Hmm. Was, yeah, it's, it was a tough time, Eric, and you know, you got a chance to do your thing, but uh, you know, it's one of those things that uh, you, you you look back and it's it's kind of a bump in the road now, but you know. You know, when you get a family and get other things, you know, I, I hopefully I've moved past that. But, uh, yeah, when it gets brought up, it, it brings out, you know, unpleasant memories, I guess. Yeah. All Certainly. Right. Take care. Thank you, Eric. We need a break. We'll come back with Mark Johnson here after this on Penny for Your Thoughts. Give us your comments here in the final few minutes of this hour. We are back on Penny for Your Thoughts. Mark Johnson with us here for a few more minutes. We're at 9.53 and 32 degrees. The sun is out, so we're warming up as we go along, headed for a high of 46 today. If you have any comments here before the top of the hour for Mark, wishing him well, or questions about the YMCA, he's retiring here from the YMCA coming up at the end of March. Hey, you've been to the Beef House, right? Absolutely. Okay, well, I'm about to do a commercial. Wide variety of menu items, not just steaks. What do you normally get there? Uh, I get the steak normally. You, you okay. know, whenever my teams wrestled at Purdue and Indiana, yeah. we of course they're still watching. Wait, we if we won, we treat them on the way back. If we if we lost, we ain't, we ain't stopping. <laughs> but we won. I think every time we went over to either one of the places, so <laughs> the boys would get a little nervous. That worked out well. It it's worked good out food, well, right? Yeah, you can it testify is. to that. Yeah, yeah sure. Yep. Is. You can go the salad route. The uh, Beef House offering a great selection of toppings. I don't know. Can wrestlers eat rolls? Beef house rolls? Is that allowed? They, they eat everything they put, they put in front of them. <laughs> kind of like football guys. Uh, speaking of all that, you can uh, go to beefhouserolls.com. During the course of the year, they have uh, dinner theater shows. They're in the building right adjacent to the Beef House uh, building proper. So make sure you uh, take advantage of a great lunch. If you want to go to a lunch buffet, maybe get a salad for lunch. You can go bigger than that, obviously. But take advantage of that opportunity. The Beef House in Covington, Indiana. Just off I-74, four miles inside the Indiana state line in Covington, Indiana. Mark Johnson was the all-time winning wrestling coach. 233 match wins. That's that's a lot when you think about it. 
You know, I, I look at the losses more than I look at those Do wins. They're the ones that bother me, uh, some of the ones that we let slip away from us. But, you know, we had a, we had a good run. Uh, once once we got on the map and in my third year here, we had a couple NCAA champions. We finished in the top ten and really rarely moved out of the top ten the, the rest of my tenure here. So it was a good run. Uh, we had good kids, and, uh, you know, we got a lot of support from our athletic department, the community. You know, Gunther was a former wrestler, so, mm-hmm. you know, he understood the sport, and, uh, you know, we, we had a great relationship with him. So. I had a lot of opportunities over the years to go to different places, uh, but boy, I, I really liked it here. And uh, Jim Heffernan's team doing a good job this year. They they've won several matches here along yeah, the way. Yeah, you know, so. Jim's carried a tradition. They got a superstar in in uh, the Martinez. Martinez and he's Do you just, like watching him? Oh, everybody like he's he transcends Illinois. Everybody likes Imar. You know, he's got mm-hmm. that moniker, and he he does a good job of following up. But you know, it's it's good for me. I'm a big fan of the sport, and of course, mm-hmm. you know, Jim and I go way back. You know, I coached him when I first got to Iowa as a grad student, and then in, really through through his whole career. And then we were together 19 years, and he's done a great job, mm-hmm. and he's just a terrific person. So uh, you're going to retire. Uh, the process underway, as you said, to replace you. When, when will they have that? Do you know any idea? Well, I, yeah, a little bit. Are, they go through our governing body. It's a four-month process. So I think they'll have somebody in place. There may be an interim, uh, you know, that, that will be named. I believe it'll be our, our operating officer, who's Kim Webb, uh, and she'll, you know, she'll run the place for a month or two in the middle of when I get out and when they hire. You know, sometime May, early June. Mm-hmm. I'm not real sure. Uh, you know, I'm not, I don't get involved in those day-to-day discussions mm-hmm. about, you know, my replacement. But, uh, you know, hopefully I have a little bit of input. I don't need a lot, but just give a little bit. I know a little bit about the place and, you know, the community and things like that. So, but I think they'll get a lot of attraction for the job. A couple of questions on buildings. The old YMCA is the building that Unit 4 now owns, right? Absolutely, And that yep. will eventually be torn down. But uh-huh. it's, it had a great history there for years and years, combination with Chanute Air Force Base and everything else that went on there, right? And right. When I first got there, you know, the, the, the people my age, you know, had great stories about that why, from learning to swim, from there's a third floor party room up there that, that guys would, you know, f- sneak in and go down the, uh, there, there was a sh- uh, uh, emergency exit they had to put in uh, down a slide. And so a lot of great memories for a lot of time, a lot of people, and, and I understood that they were upset when we moved out to, to the new mm-hmm. part of the But that's just a part of the Y world that it almost has to be if you have any, need any type of room. But, uh, you know, now it's going to go to a great cause, uh, you know, to help our school system out. Yeah. Well, and also it is busy. Every time I've been out there, that place is packed. I mean, do... Do we need another building in the future somewhere else? I mean, do you is that possible, like over in Urbana or, or something like that? Well, I think there's a few things out there. You know, we're actually have meeting ongoing meetings. Actually, meeting today with with our park district, and you know, the the human kinetics is going to put a, a community center up there, and so they come out toward our Y and, and say, what what are what are the needs? What do people use? And so we have a good relationship with, with obviously with them. And Brian Holdings, the CEO, he was on the board of the Y early on. Uh, you know, there's, so we probably don't need to go up there because I think that will kind of like a while. It'll just be a community center, a little bit different model. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then in the future, I think, you know, we'll, I f- believe that it'll be up to the board. You know, will, will mm-hmm. they go to Urbana? I think there will probably be an expansion because you need to make sure your economic engine, which is obviously the Stevens family out there in Southwest Champaign, ne- yeah. that needs to run smoothly to fund everything else and fund the scholarship. So, you know, there could be an expansion. We've talked about that. Uh, but they'll be up to the next person. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you don't have to uh, concern yourself with yeah, that. Yeah, I'm just going to go in and get on a treadmill <laughs> and lift, lift some weights up there. That's right. I assume you'd get a lifetime membership, right? I, I don't know. That's what I'm asking for. I don't want to set a golf club, you know. I don't. I just walk yeah. by the pool because I can't swim. So. Yeah. 
Well, Mark, great to visit with you. Congratulations on uh, both of your careers, the wrestling, of course, and then this. I think it caught some people by surprise at the time, but, boy, this thing is, this has worked out really well. Yeah, it's been a smooth transition for me and my family. I've really enjoyed, you know, obviously I love the wrestling. That was my passion and, you know, a little bit of who I was. And uh, But, boy, the, the whys exceeded my expectation as far as being a, a, a profession. And I've met a lot of good people in it, a lot of good community people that I didn't know before. And, uh, you know, just like people like you guys here, that everybody at the, you know, the, the radio station news, because that's been really more than fair to me in my career. And, uh, uh, you know, covering the high points and not so much the bumps in the road. So I appreciate you guys. <laughs> All right. And you're a grandpa, too. So I'm a grandpa. That. I love that. That's that's my favorite role to date. Yeah. You know, I get a little 16 month old granddaughter, Johnny. So, uh, you know, we're looking forward to spending a little All more right. time with her. Hey, Mark, thank you. Good, great to see you. Good luck. Good. Appreciate it. Right. see you around. We'll, we'll see you soon. We're coming up on uh, 10 o'clock here. We'll have an open line in hour number two. Thanks for being with us this first hour, and thanks to Mark Johnson. And the CBS News is next at 10 on WDWS Champaign-Urbana. It's the second hour of A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 WDWS. You can reach out to us on the phone at 217-356-9397. Email talk at ws.com or text on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. Here again, Brian Barnhart. Welcome back. Penny for your thoughts. Hour number two. Had a great first hour with Mark Johnson, the retiring, soon to be retiring, uh, retired uh, CEO of the YMCA, uh, Stevens Family YMCA uh, out there in southwest Champaign. Good to visit with him. Mark's a guy I've known for a long time and, uh, of course, was a wrestling coach at the University of Illinois. Had a great career there. Was a great wrestler. Was on the Olympic team that did not go to the Olympics back in 1980. So good to visit with Mark, catch up with him. Thanks for all the kind comments for him this morning. Well, we have an open line in hour number two, so what would you like to talk about? I have some things here I can throw on the table. Of course, some are national, some are local. We have an Illini victory from last night. We'll talk about that in a little bit. The news from Michigan State, of course. The Michigan State president has stepped down over the all that mess with the gymnastics and Olympic to- coach. That has been a problem, of course. More immigration talk out of Washington, D.C. The president's in Switzerland. He's talking about several things, including the uh, Palestinians and the Israelis, among other issues there. Big church fire in Champaign a couple of nights ago. Don't know if anybody goes to that church uh, that could call in and tell us uh, about that particular incident. I don't know firefighters had to scramble to, to save that uh, big church. We'll tell you about that. So all of that straight ahead. Whatever else is on your mind today. And then we'll tell you about tomorrow as well as we close out another week here on Penny for Your Thoughts. We'll take an opening break, come back and uh, take some more phone calls, emails, and texts, 356-9397 on the phones. On the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, our thanks to them, 3515357. Or you can email us, talk at WDWS.com. We'll do it all next on the second hour of Penny on a Thursday just after this timeout. 36 degrees now in downtown Champaign. We're on a penny for your thoughts. Glad you're along for the ride today on this Thursday. Appreciate Mark Johnson stopping by in the first hour. Illinois basketball with its first Big Ten win last night. If you're going to beat somebody for your first win, Indiana's one of those teams I think you'd like to beat. And that was the case last night. The Illini trailed at the end of the first half. They never led in the first half. They got down by eight or nine at one point, really a couple of different times. 
Then at the start of the second half, rallied to tie the game, but Indiana went back ahead again. And the Illini finally was able to, Illini were finally able to grab the lead. Trent Frazier had a big hand in that. Across the timeline, tied at 51 is Trent Frazier. Frazier looking for a pick from Nichols. Zigzags his way down the lane for the layup. And there's the lead. The Illini take their first lead. 53-51, a layup down the lane by Trent Frazier. So Frazier winds up finishing with 19 points in the ball game. Uh, he was tied with Leron Black in points with 19. Kipper Nichols didn't score in the first half. He had 12 all in the second half, including a big three fairly late. Frazier, 13 to shoot. Now they're going to set a screen. Frazier rolls left. Down the lane, Trent. In the corner, Lucas. Out top, Kipper for three. And he got it. One more. Great pass from Tijon. 69-63, Illinois on a three by Kipper Nichols. Their biggest lead of the night. Line-Eye led by eight with about a minute plus to go. And then they made a couple of turnovers. Frazier had one in particular that resulted a basket and an and one. The Illini also had a couple of free throws they missed at the very end. Trent Frazier uh, looked to be a little rattled after the turnover from earlier. He missed a couple of free throws. Hoosiers had a chance to uh, possibly win the game, tie or win the game, at the very end. Indiana can win the game with a three. They can tie it with a two. Driving down the lane, bounce pass inside, off the hand of Morgan. Picked up by Ostorg with .1 left. Oh, man. And the Illini hold on. Olstork missed the last free throw. He had a couple of free throws with point one. He missed the second one on purpose. Almost committed a foul at the very end, but as it turned out, the game was over. The Illini win it. Last night, 73-7. Big win for Brad Underwood and his team. First one probably had to be. Trent had a tough ending. Be a great mm -hmm. ball game. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I told Trent that uh, for the rest of his career, I'm putting him in that spot. Have the ball. Make the free throws. Uh, make the play. I've been there. I did that once. I know what that feeling is, and and uh, yet we were able to come out with a win. He'll grow from that. He's he's a competitor. He's a tough kid. He cares. I mean, he was he was in he was happy, but he was in tears. That's that's some pride, and that's that's caring. So, uh, <clears throat> but uh, I thought we got a great great performance from Tijon tonight. Uh, defensively, he was he was a, he was a difference maker. Uh, for us, and, and, and the first half we were just atrocious defensively. They had 11 assists at half, and and they did whatever they want. And uh, uh, but um, second half was a little better, and, and then I thought Kipper was um, was really good again in terms of uh, uh, handling some coverages, and and then uh, obviously making his free throws and and doing some things. So, so the Illini win it 73-71 over Indiana. Actually, get their last break, sort of a break in quotations here as they almost have a week between games Rutgers next Tuesday night at six crowd of over 13,000 there last night so that's kind of the recap of the ball game from last night don't know if you were a little worried towards the end yeah it was kind of nerve-wracking my daughter texted me and said this is a nerve-wracking game and it was at the end Alan is with us this morning hi Alan how are you morning uh, Brian I told you we'd win that was a piece of cake <laughs> you were right we had him there the whole time yeah. Uh, boy, I don't know what to say. Uh, glad we got the win. The boy, we almost tried to give it away. Even with it, like you said, with point one second with all sorts coming in, if there had been another half a second or second, I'm thinking the Fishers probably would have called that. Yeah, it was pretty close. I don't, I don't know why he was trying to get the rebound. but 
Underwood, uh, goal. He just about committed the foul. I used to read it on his lips, you know. Yeah. Well, they got it done. So that's that. we 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 were due for one of those. We've had a couple oh, of bad yeah. breaks the other way. Yep, uh, no doubt about that. But I get some monkey off the back, and uh, I think we'll have a good chance against uh, Rutgers next week. But uh, we got this is a one half team. I mean, this team always plays one really good half, and then the second half, wow. Lousy, well, the, the, which one it's gonna be. the first four minutes of the second half really were what turned the game. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. It was just complete opposite of the Michigan State game because that's what Michigan State did best. Second half, better than nice. They did blow us out in the first three minutes, and then we uh, turned the tables last night. And one big thing was we got Indiana in foul trouble, and we got to shooting a lot of free throws, and that helped a lot. Yep, that's for sure because we weren't shooting. We haven't shot many the last two games prior. And uh, I think it might be our best free throw shooter now, in my opinion. Who's that? Kipper Nichols. Oh yeah, well he's like fourth in the Big Ten. Oh really? I didn't yeah. know he was that high. Oh yeah, yeah, about eighty-five. He made the big three. He made the big three. I thought really busted the game open. Anyway, that's for sure. All right, that's all I got. Thank you, Alan. Yep. Bye. Always good to hear from you. Thirty-six degrees in downtown Champaign. We're at ten twenty. Back to the phones. John, good morning. How are you? Very good, Brian. How are you doing? Good. Well, you know, I, I look at, like I said before, these kids have never played together. We Just about their whole team can create their own shots from the middle to the outside. They can go in. They can go outside. Another year, once they get to know each other, you'd be surprised what we might have. We may have another fly in the line But right now, I think the only thing he's missing is a big man. But other than that, Every one of these kids can create their own shots inside and out. Yeah, they're going to be shaky and they're going to commit some mistakes because they, they're not used to playing together. But once they start playing together, I think this team's going to be all right because they fight. That's the part. Well, that's the, that's the biggest thing. Tom Izzo, who knows a thing or two about teams that fight and play hard, he was very complimentary. We, we kept getting – and there was a couple of people associated with the Michigan State staff on Monday night that knew Dion Thomas. Of course, everybody knows Dion. And they were talking with him about, man, you guys play hard. Man, you guys are relentless. And so when the other coaches or you know, people with the staff are coming down during the timeout to get stats or whatever, the grad assistants, they were, they were pretty impressed. And I know Coach Izzo mentioned it after the game. But, yeah, Frazier you know, obviously can create a shot. Black has his 10- to 15-foot jumper that he can score. Uh, they just need you know, a couple more guys to score on a consistent basis, and hopefully Kipper can be one of those guys. Well, they're, they're talking about on ESPN how people miss out to take this team. Yeah, they're not winning, but when they do win, they play hard to win. And they were talking about it on ESPN the other day, how hard these guys play. Well, it's good to see them play hard and win. <laughs> so, you got it. So that's the reward. <laughs> okay, you guys take care. Keep Ed at work. Ed's busy back oh, there. Oh, yeah, I know. Yep, <laughs> he's, he's, he's always busy. <laughs> take thank, care. Thank you, John. I want to tell you about my uh, friends here and a new sponsor, Stephen Pam Starwalt with Keller Williams. And if you're looking to sell your home, looking to buy a home, they can help you. Uh, you can always reach them. That's the big thing. You ever look to sell or need have a question or two and you're like, well, I don't know if they can even get back to me because they're probably busy. Well, you can always reach Stephen Pam Starwalt at Keller Williams. One, it's rare to have a husband and wife team selling real estate. Okay, That's kind of rare in itself. But they are hands-on from start to finish. 
And behind them, they've got a great team of home inspectors, uh, repair guys. They've got lenders, uh, a lender in particular that can help them. We'll tell you more about him tomorrow. But Pam has completed uh, training and earned a certificate for uh, a senior real estate specialist. So that's assisting those if you're thinking about downsizing or maybe you're upsizing. Maybe you're a little younger, your family's expanding. They can help uh, with both directions there, upsizing and downsizing. Uh, most of their business is from past customers and referrals from those customers. So they have a great reputation. People like to work with them. They're hands-on. Both uh, Steve and Pam grew up in the Champaign-Urbana area, graduated locally. They know the area well. They know they can find a location for you that suits you and, and what you're looking for. If you're looking to sell and you say, well, I don't know the time frame, two weeks, six months, a year, they can uh, meet with you. No cost consultation to kind of feel out where you're headed as far as that goes. And uh, Pam can handle your phone calls and get back to you right away to, to uh, get you up to speed on your situation. Steve helps out sometimes with repairs, and he's got a great repair team as well. So, again, from start to finish, they can walk you through this whole selling or buying process. It's the Starwald Group at Keller Williams, Steve and Pam Starwald. And if you want, you can. Uh, if you can't remember their names or you can't remember a phone number I'm going to give you, just Google Starwald if needed, and they'll pop up right up there on that first page, or first or second on that particular page. So check them out. Uh, they can help you very much and very quickly. They want to help you. They'll do it the right way. You'll feel very comfortable. You're dealing with two people here, husband and wife. Their number is 239-7156, 239-7156. The Starwald Group at Keller Williams. The group is Steve and Pam or Pam and Steve. Whichever order you want to remember it, at uh, Keller Williams, the Starwald Group, 239-7156. And they can meet with you and help you in this whole buying and selling process with uh, your home. So contact them, 239-7156. We're at 1024, back with more. Penny, for your thoughts, an open line. Any topic is good. We talked a little basketball there in that segment, but any topic is good. Whatever you want to put on the table to discuss, we'll do it next on Penny. Brian Barnard on Penny for your thoughts. Let me give you the phone numbers, 356-9397. You can text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 3515357. You can email us, talk at wdws.com. So happy you're with us here, listening in and joining us. You can uh, jump on the phones, emails, or texts, however you'd like to reach us today here on a Penny for your thoughts. CBS News coming up at the top of the hour, the Rush Limbaugh Show. And, of course, uh, we've got basketball coming up next week, so almost a week between games. For the Illini men's team, the uh, women's team, gymnastics, track and field, all those teams. Got the Illini Classic uh, coming up this weekend for Illini men's and women's track. So there's lots of other things going on as well besides basketball. What do you make of this Michigan State story? Of course, it's been in the headlines. CBS has been covering it constantly. But the Michigan State president, Lou Anna Simon's resignation, being welcomed by the legislature up in Michigan in Lansing, Pressure had been building for her to step down or to be ousted by the university's board of trustees. A state senator from East Lansing, where the campus is located, of course, called it an important step in moving the university forward. And he says a culture needs to be created at Michigan State where survivors are listened to and believed. Simon stepping down in the wake of a scandal involving Larry Nasser, who worked at Michigan State as a medical doctor. Nasser sentenced on Wednesday yesterday to 40 to 175 years in prison for molesting young girls and women under the guise of medical treatment. Many of the victims accused the university of mishandling past complaints about Nasser. So the Michigan State president stepping down as a result of that. White House says it's planning to release a framework for immigration legislation. The administration hopes will win bipartisan support in Congress. 
The press secretary, Sarah Sanders, said yesterday the framework amounted to a compromise that could pass both the House and Senate, which in recent weeks appeared far apart on a solution for DACA. Of course, you have the March um, deadline for the young immigrants who came to the U.S. illegally as children. And Sanders said the framework would address four key pillars of the immigration debate, permanent solution for the DACA recipients, border security, ending chain migration for extended family members, and ending the visa lottery program. So that's uh, some of the uh, headlines here. Or those are some of the headlines, a couple of them anyway, here on Penny for Your Thoughts nationally and locally as well. Of course, had that big fire at the church the other night. I don't know how many of you are familiar with that church, but church services is expected to resume next week. Nearly 100-year-old church near downtown Champaign, near us here, damaged by a fire Tuesday night. The Emanuel Memorial Episcopal Church rector Beth Maynard says daily services will not resume until Monday, but there will still be a funeral on Saturday. The fire chief, Champaign Fire Chief Gary Ludwig, says he had no doubt firefighters these uh, firefighters are saved the structure at 102 North State Street, but uh, it was pretty uh, scary there for a while. So that's a church fire happening on Tuesday night. We're at 1030 here at DWS. Got some more news coming up here with Michael Kaiser at the bottom of this hour, and then we'll uh, talk some more with you. We have an open line the rest of the way. We had Mark Johnson on in the first hour, retiring CEO of the Stevens Family YMCA. We'll come back with more Penny for Your Thoughts. After a news update with Michael here on DWS. A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart continues on News Talk 1400, WDWS. Welcome back, Penny, for your thoughts. Playing Elton John today. You can leave that up a little bit. Eh? Softly. I mentioned him because Elton John is retiring from the road after his upcoming three-year global tour. 70-year-old singer, pianist, and composer says he wants to spend time with his family. At the Grammy Awards on Sunday, John El- Elton John to perform alongside Miley Cyrus. He'll collect the President's Merit Award as well. The 70 years old, three-year global tour coming up, and then he is retiring. So Elton John, who has sold 300 million records. That was my favorite Elton John song, by the way. Ed likes, what do you like, Rocket Man? Is that what you like? Ed, is that what you like? Yeah, there you go. All right. Zero hour. 9 Let me give you the phone numbers, 356-9397. You can email us, talk at WDWS.com. You can text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 3515357. An open line here the rest of today. Going to have some folks on briefly tomorrow morning, pretty much an open line tomorrow. In the first hour, we'll start out with the CU Has Talent. Just give you a quick update on what's going on with them as they uh, have their event coming up, open line. And then in the second hour tomorrow, I'm going to start doing something on the last hour of the last 
Friday of the month. And based on the calendar, that would be tomorrow. And you've heard on Facebook of Throwback Thursdays where you know people will post pictures in the past or different memories of things. I'm going to have Flashback Friday in the second hour tomorrow. And uh, part of this, uh, my wife and I had discussed this, uh, different ideas. My dad also had uh, thrown in his two cents worth about maybe doing a show like this. Uh, I didn't know how often to do it, but I thought, let's do it the last hour, the last Friday of the month. So once a month, basically. And we had talked, I don't know what it was, during the first week or second week about some of our um, favorite sodas from the past, and we got a flood of emails and a flood of text. Because I know a lot of times we talk about uh, pretty heavy topics, which we will continue to do, uh, of course, you know, the rest of the month, from the president to all the things going on there around the world and nationally in the economy, and we'll have guests and different things. But I thought for an hour at the end of the week, last Friday of the month, let's do something fun. So uh, tomorrow, I'll, I'll tell you what we're going to talk about when we get to it tomorrow, and then we'll just kind of let you respond and uh, just go through some maybe memories from the past, different topics, different things. We'll call it Flashback Friday, and we'll do that in the second hour tomorrow. So I think you'll have some fun with that. So anyway, that's uh, just a little preview of what's going to happen tomorrow. Monday morning quarterbacks on Monday, of course, with Lauren Tate. I think my... Uh, Former broadcast partner Jerry Hester is going to swing by. He's going to be in town. He might pop in with us for a few minutes. Tuesday, we're going to talk taxes. Back to the heavy stuff again on Tuesday. But if you have a lot of questions or have any questions about taxes, the new tax law, uh, Dan Holder is going to join us during the course of Tuesday's show. And we'll continue with more during the rest of the week, and we'll update you on who's going to be with us. And, of course, you're always with us on the phones, emails, and texts here on Penny for Your Thoughts. We're at 1037 so an open line, whatever's on your mind today here on Penny for Your Thoughts. A couple of notes left over from yesterday didn't have a chance to get to. I don't know if you saw LeBron James scored his 30,000th point in his career. He's the seventh NBA player to do that. don't know if you can name the other six besides LeBron James, but you probably once you hear the names, you'll realize it. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is first with 38,387. Carl Malone, second, long time with the Jazz, 36,928. Kobe Bryant, 33,643. Michael Jordan, 32,292. These are points. Wilt Chamberlain, 31,419. Dirk Nowitzki with the Mavericks for all these years, still active at 30,800. And then LeBron James was number seven. By the way, LeBron became the fastest, the youngest, to 30,000 points. Kobe Bryant had that distinction. Of course, both Kobe and LeBron James came right out of high school to the NBA, so that helped. But uh, LeBron James, when he hit 30,000, was 33 years old, 24 days, 1,107 games, 15 years. Kobe Bryant did it at age 34, 104 days, 1,180 games in 17 seasons. LeBron did it in 15 and both James and Brian have enjoyed remarkable health during the course of their career. So anyway, I just thought I'd add those to the list of things. Hall of Fame, adding six players during uh, its July 29th induction ceremony in Cooperstown. Chipper Jones, Jim Tomey, who's just a great guy, Vladimir Guerrero, and Trevor Hoffman, named to the Baseball Hall of Fame. So there's some of the sports news of the day. Let's go back to the phone. Sarah's on with us this morning. Hi, Sarah. Good morning, Brian. Um, I just thought I'd share the lighter side of the news. Yes. Uh, you were talking about Sarah Sanders uh, a few minutes ago. Yeah. Press secretary. Um, I saw where Cher 
the entertainer criticize the clothing that Sarah Sander wears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cher has chosen some interesting outfits in her lifetime, so it's just it was just life. Yeah. I don't do. Do you think do you do you think uh, women in particular in a position a high profile position like that? I mean, that just almost comes immediately. People judge people by the clothes they wear a lot of times. Yeah. But you dress for the position that you're holding. Right. And in her case, it's a very high level and very visible one. But I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank you. Yeah, it is interesting, isn't it? Yeah. It's yep. kind of fun. Yep. Yeah, thank you, Sarah. Yeah. People, um, and if you're in a visible position like that, like Sarah Huckabee Sanders is, who's the president's spokesman, spokeswoman in this case, I mean, the way social media is today, if you do anything out of the ordinary or even just do your job, and maybe you have a certain style of clothing you wear or you wear your hair a certain way. I mean, people just go bananas on that stuff. And I, I, I don't get it, but uh, I think she does a really, for a job that is not easy, and I've read a lot of books about some of the press secretaries over the years, books written by them, whether it's been um, Fitzwater, of course he was, what, with the Reagan and with uh, George H.W. Bush, and the pressures of that job day to day, I mean, are just unbelievable. And then people get on them when they make a mistake, and they rarely do. But when they slip up, I mean, I'm thinking, man, you're you're in the line of fire just minute after minute with tricky questions and reporters that are just bombarding you. I don't know how they do it. But, yeah, that is that is an interesting angle on that. Precision Painting is one of our sponsors. Chad Ebert, the owner of Precision Painting, says, wouldn't the inside of your house look better with a new coat of paint? Well, Precision's painting goal is to earn your letter of recommendation. And they now have, get this, over 200 local letters of recommendation. Local. Precision Painting specializes in interior painting. They're experts in repairing drywall, ugly wallpaper. Anybody have any ugly wallpaper? <laughs> Still up? Or removal of dated popcorn ceilings. Remember the old paneling we used to have that I grew up with? Precision Painting, they're experts in making walls look brand new again. They also move all the furniture for you and move it back when they're done. Now, winter rates are the lowest of the year. Plus, this time of year, you spend most of your free time indoors, and uh, I think it'd be great if the uh, house looked the way you always wanted it to look. They paint kitchen cabinets, too. They can take older, ugly builder-grade cabinets and spray them out in a cabinet finish, completely transforming a kitchen. So if you're thinking about redoing your kitchen, or maybe, hey, maybe the paint is the way to go. Precision Painting can help with that. Call Chad Ebert at Precision Painting, 384-7590, or you can visit their website, whyprecision.com, W-H-Y, precision, P-R-E-C-I-S-I-O-N.com, and they're confident you'll be happy, guaranteed. 356-9397 is how you can join us on the phones. The text line is open as well, 3515-357. Email us, talk at WDWS.com. Late night, last night with basketball. Glad to be with you, though, here on Penny for Your Thoughts this morning. And Pat joins the uh, talk today. Hey, Pat, how are you? Just fine. How about you, Brian? Good. I can't even think of the woman's name that Sarah was talking about. Oh, the, the Sarah Sanders, the spokeswoman? Sarah, yeah. 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 At least she covered up. Oh, she does dress very modestly, yes. There's no, there's no doubt. <laughs> and very professional. She, I don't notice her clothes because she has a beautiful face and teeth, and she's smart. Yeah. 
TV is a visual medium, that's for sure. And yeah. uh, it, <laughs> it, it, and, and share, it's share better cover herself up. Well, yeah, and keep her mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. Do, do women have it? I mean, uh, are women tough on other women when they watch them on TV? I mean, with their clothing, or not? Um, I don't know. It's just yeah. that those movie stars, a lot of them, just don't cover anything up. Yeah. They wear it out there, and I guess that's they want, they want attention. I don't know. Yeah. Well, women have so many other choices to make. I mean, guys, we basically either throw on a you know a, a, a dark jacket or a red or blue tie or whatever. It's pretty easy for us. But well, my husband says that a lot of the women are asking for what they get. Hmm. I mean, it shouldn't. They shouldn't be treated that way, you know, by a man, rape or assault or anything. Mm-hmm. But. You know, when they're out there with their short skirts that shows their cheeks and everything. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So, you, well, she's. I don't know, I, I'm from the old school. Brian. Yeah, I, I understand that. <laughs> well, but but you okay. like but you like the way she dresses on the on her job. So, uh, like I say, I listen to her and look at her face. I don't pay any attention yeah. to her clothes. <laughs> well, she does. It's got a tough job, and she does it pretty well. So, yes. Okay. Okay, thank Th- you. Thank you, Pat. And that's true of any uh, spokesman, presidential spokesman. You you may or may not like them, but I don't care which president they work for. It's a tough job, let me tell you. 1045 here at News Talk 1400 DWS. What else would you like to visit about today? Feel free to give us a call, 356-9397. And you can text us, Castle Heating and Cooling, text line 351-5357. We had Mark Johnson on in the first hour. Great visit with him. He's retiring from the Stevens Family YMCA. That is a busy, busy place, let me tell you. Every time you go out there, it is packed. According to folks out of Texas A&M, Texas A&M will have to pay the entire $10.4 million buyout to former coach Kevin Sumlin today under terms of his contract. And this story out of Florida this morning, Florida lawmakers want to legislate more working, learning, and playing time in the sunshine. Two bills are called the Sunshine Protection Act. Get this, they would ask Congress to give the state permission to make daylight savings time permanent year-round. The proposals each passed their first Senate and House committees unanimously this week in Florida. If Congress agrees, Florida would join two other states that have exempted themselves from the 1966 law that set a uniform time for all time zones across the country. Hawaii and most of Arizona are on standard time year-round. Under federal law, the U.S. Department of Transportation is charged with setting time zones. Now, see, I didn't know that. But allows states to exempt themselves from daylight savings time if Congress approves. Daylight savings time, when you set your clocks ahead one hour, runs from the second Sunday in March to the first Sunday in November. The practical impact of that change would mean that on the winter solstice, the day in the northern hemisphere with the least amount of daylight, sunrise in Florida would be about 8 a.m. and sunset would be about 6.30 p.m. instead of 7 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. like it is now. So that news out of Florida today. 356-9397, Texas, Castle Heating and Cooling, text line 3515-357. Email us, talk at wdws.com. Let's see here. What is happening uh, this day in history? January 25th, Britain's, Britain's Princess Victoria, the eldest daughter of Queen Victoria and Prince Albert, Married Crown Prince Frederick William, the future German Emperor and King of Prussia. 
So when you go back to the 1800s, when you look ahead to World War I and World War II, obviously England and Germany were combatants in both of those against each other. But at the time, in the mid-1800s, they were, uh, their families were married, married together. In 1915 on this day, January 25th, America's first transcontinental telephone call took place. Alexander Graham Bell, who was in New York, spoke to his former assistant, Thomas Watson, who was San Francisco-based, over a line set up by American Telephone and Telegraph. <laughs> Think about that. And this was the day in 1981. The 52 Americans held hostage by Iran for 444 days arrived in the United States. And what fanfare there was with that. So all of that happening this date in history. And it was on this day in 2003. It had been about two years since the owners of O'Brien's University Auto Park. It's been that long, huh? Unveiled their plans to pack up the dealership on University Avenue and expanded it into a regional auto mall at its new location on Urbana's north side. Of course, we know how uh, where that is now out there. It, uh, it was O'Brien's. Now it's Napleton's, of course. But that all happening on this day, that's hard to believe. 2003 now is when they, uh, it had been two years since they unveiled their plans. We're at 1049. We will take a break. We will come back with more. Penny, for your thoughts, what's on your mind here in these remaining moments? An open line tomorrow morning for the most part. A quick visit with the CU has, uh, CU's Got Talent. And then an open line, a flashback Friday in the second hour tomorrow to close out the week. We're back with more. Penny, for your thoughts in just a moment. Ryan Barnhart back on Penny for your thoughts. We're at 1052 and 36 degrees. Nice to see the sun out there as we have our studios here in downtown looking out on the downtown area. People moving out and about here in downtown Champaign. We're on Penny for your thoughts. Back to the phones. And Dave, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, Brian. I'm fine. Uh, well, I don't sound like I'm fine, but I... <laughs> you sound a little <laughs> stuffed up. Hey. Well, it's the. I think I got it on the run here, though. It's been about four days, so it should be about over. But uh, you're the one I'm worried about. Do you ever get any sleep? You are the <laughs> hardest working dude. I mean, well, I didn't get much. Heart. I so can we, tell you that the eight o'clock games don't help. But uh, I know that's cruel. Doesn't help us fans either. But that's uh, it was worth it last night. Which is just a general comment here. Come on, uh, the the team loses. And you get all kinds of calls. First victory in the Big Ten, and, and here we're talking about um, press conference dress. You know? Well, you know, yeah. Well, that, that's okay. You got to yeah. talk. So it, it is okay. We got uh, you. You've done a good show there. So we got to like, maybe wrap it up here with a little bit of basketball. Yes. A uh, couple easy ones. A little couple softballs, and then then I got to go into a couple couple big ones. But first off, I really would prefer to listen to if I can't be I would have been at the uh, hall last night except for my my cold here but um, when I watch on TV I love to listen to you as opposed to the TV what is the reason for the delay and sometimes you're ahead sometimes you're behind Um, it it really depends yeah I I can't explain it all very well but from what I understand when uh, television obviously satellite TV in particular with Big Ten Network there's just such a difference in the signals between what the radio does and what the TV does. 
Uh, and years ago, when it was usually the games were on just kind of one network or what, or maybe on CBS or whatever, we could control it on our end. We could slow me down, slow the broadcast down to match up the TV. Well, now that there's a plethora of networks out there from FS1 to ESPN to Big Ten, they're all on different signal speed, I guess. And we just we don't have the capacity on our end to slow it down enough to match it. Now, what I've told people to do sometimes, and I don't know what kind of TV system you have, whether it's Dish or, or I have Dish. I know how it works. And what I like to do with the guys that I know in the league that do their games for the other teams is I will have it on, like, say, on streaming or on the radio or whatever. But I can slow down the television. I can pause the television broadcast to, like, out of a timeout or at a free throw and then either have the radio catch up or slow down one or the other and match them up that way. Oh, okay. I'll try that. That's going to be good. Yeah, okay. So I've, I've tried that anyway. Great. But Good. And you had uh, you had something else. Well, yeah, the other one is uh, what this uh, suits and, and shoes this week for cancer. I think mm-hmm. that's a great idea. Uh, and when I first saw the shoes Monday night, I said, ah, they finally listened to me because I could never figure out over all these years, why they got these beautiful floors and the coaches are all out there running around in their street shoes. And I'm just thinking about, oh, no, there goes that pretty floor. Uh, you know, I always wondered why the coaches didn't wear uh, soft shoes, too. And then, then I found yeah. out, well, this was for cancer, which is a good idea. But right. maybe they'll continue because it's great. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, since I, I have been watching basketball uh, way back to when I saw Bill Small score 53 points at Aurora West in a game, and he would have scored more, except that was his uniform number. And I learned as a little boy pounding leather on the concrete driveways that there's only one way to win a basketball game. And you know what it is. Everybody knows what it is. got to score more points than the other guys. That's correct. Defense. Defense is good, but you got to score, right? And I cannot understand what is so great about Mark Allstort, and yet Brad tells us every week, at least twice, how great he is, you know, and he's such a wonderful guy. And yet in his last 10 games, he scores an average of uh, three points or something, mm-hmm. okay? Then, then he tells us how much he... Lo- only reason he yells at Kipper is because he loves him and he has so much potential. Well, you can't score sitting on the bench. Right? <laughs> the four, the, in the last ten games, the four games where the Kipper has played more than 20 minutes, he's averaged 18 points. In the six games where he's averaged less than 10 minutes, mm-hmm. he's scored 2.8 points. Yeah, you cannot score from the bench. They won't let you. Right. The ref would say, illegal shot. Right. So get him out there. Yeah. They've got a team now. You have You have to. A team isn't made up of nine players. A team has five starters and reserves. And the reserves allow the starters to, to take a rest now and then. Yeah. Well, the I see. Is, and here's the thing. As, go ahead. No, I say they've got Lucas. They've right. got, you've got to have uh, Black in there. You've got to have Frazier in there. And now you can have Lucas in there, and yeah. you got to have Kipper in there, and now you've got a team. Well, in about the minute I have in about the minute, yeah, in the minute I have left, let me. Uh, I'll, I'll give you the shorthand version here. Basically, what coaches look at, and, and Kipper has he was he's been better in the last couple of games defensively, 
But the problem coaches have is that you can score some, but if you give up more than you score, that's a problem. And that's been the big that's been the biggest issue with Kipper. And Mark, yes, he does not score a lot. He he came in as a very high scorer from last year from Wright State, but he does a lot of things well defensively that allows you to you know he can cover up some mistakes that other people make. So you're kind of a, you're in a trade off situation. Do you do you want to just let the other team run wild like Iowa did, or do you want to play some defense but get some? So there's always that kind of trade off. Depending on the personnel, I don't. So. But but it still can. I can still get excited about it. <laughs> yes, you can. I I could I could I love Brad Underwood. I think he's great. I uh, since uh, you know he's a lot like Weber. I love the passion and mm-hmm. and the enthusiasm. And so yes, I'm a hundred percent behind him. But I also love Kipper Nichols. He's a he's a, a great guy. Well, he's a great he's a great young man. I can tell you that he's he's smiles. Yeah. He's he's just fun to be around. Hey, yeah. uh, Dave, I have to move. Okay, okay, okay. Thank Thanks you, sir. Take care. Thanks for the conversation. I'm out of time, Orville. I'm sorry, I can't get to you here. Call me back tomorrow. We are at ten fifty nine, eleven o'clock. We have the news straight ahead. Thanks for being with us. Talk to you tomorrow on Penny for Your Thoughts here on News Talk fourteen hundred WDWS. This 